Welcome to the Great People Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. Not everything is black or white. This is why we choose to challenge facts and opinions by going straight to the gray area. This is the Great People Podcast. Yo, welcome back to the Great People Podcast. This is Episode 4, Season 2. So, how are you guys? Chilling. Yeah? How are you? (laughs) Sleepy. <laughs> Sleepy. All right. So um, for episode four, we're going to do it a little bit differently. Again, we're always evolving, trying to keep it interesting for you guys when it comes to the podcast. So um, what we're doing is for in season two, we'll be doing about once a week. We'll do an episode that is educational. Once and, a month. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Once a month. No, like once a week. <laughs> no, one of the weeks. Out of the, yeah, sorry. Once a month, we'll be doing an episode that is educational in purpose, like on the way that it's going to roll and it's going to go. Um, so some of the topics, we're going to be a little bit more well-versed than others. So you're saying I'm going to learn. Yeah, All I'm right. going to learn some stuff. <laughs> no, and some, some episodes, we may not be like even like it may be like we don't really even know much about it, but we'll pick a topic. We'll try to learn some stuff and then at the same time, maybe share some stuff that some people may or may not know about. So, um, yeah, for episode four, we decided to talk about credit cards. Oh, so, damn. Why is that, Randy? Well, we do know quite a little bit about... Quite a little bit? Quite a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say quite a bit, but then it's like, we don't know I that much. Like He's like, it's not even be quiet much. for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So it's so we, little that it's quite a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, we know we know a bit about credit cards. Before we get started, um, before we talk about... um. Really, the topic first, I guess, a little disclaimer, right? We are not credit specialists. We're not financial advisors. We're not going to tell you how to go about your life and, you know, don't make any decisions based on anything you're about to hear. Unless um, it's from me. Yeah, unless it's from Sean. No, no, but on the real, like, we don't want anybody, oh, like, you know, yeah. people get happy you when it comes to You can try to sue us. I don't know how much you can. No, no, regardless. Again, this is why we're doing this disclaimer <laughs> on a serious note is we, we're not specialists. Take this for the value of whatever that is. You know, if we, we're sharing something and you like it and you want to implement ideas or whatever, that's great. But don't do it because we told you because we are nobody to tell you how don't to. Don't try this at home. Yeah. No, I mean, again, some of this stuff may be very useful. So maybe you do implement it. Or maybe you do use some of the stuff that you learn. Um. Omega's yeah. very interested in finding out yes. how to better his credit. So, <laughs> so anyway, so let's get started. So the way we're going to roll and the way we're going to do it is we decided to look into um, some questions, some of the more, more commonly asked questions that people post online. And then from there, we decided we're just going to read them out loud yeah. and then we'll talk a little bit about it. We're going to put our two cents and that's how it's going to go. So Sean's going to read the question. Yeah, so... What I know is that these two fine people in front of me know how to use a credit card very well. Yeah, we fucking used them a lot. Yeah, <laughs> over, over used um, them. And fortunately and unfortunately, I have not. Yeah. <laughs> due to circumstances. <laughs> but so one of the one of the biggest questions I would say uh, people ask is like, and as, as crazy as this might sound, is what is a credit card? And how is it different from a debit card? Might sound crazy. Might be like, oh, well, it's common sense. That's a good question, though. But common sense is not common practice. (laughs) That's why we are asking this question. So So, simple terms. We're going to try to keep it as simple as possible and elaborate where we need to. 
But the difference is debit card really is your money. What you put in there is what you have. And they do charge you when you go over because now you're using the mon- the bank's money. Like you mm-hmm. you didn't have it in there. So essentially the idea is you deposit 500, you can go use 500. With the credit card, based on your credit worthiness and a bunch of other stuff that goes on in the background, when they're analyzing your application to decide if they can give you credit, they'll give you an amount. That's the bank's amount that they're letting you use. So it's essentially... You're borrowing. Exactly. It's not your money. But when you use it, you're expected to pay it back, whether that's through a minimum payment or some credit cards make you pay it in full every month. Um, but that's the <laughs> American idea. Express. <laughs> but that's the... <laughs> no, I mean, some American Express and some other cards. I'm sure there's other cards out there. But essentially, that's as simple as that goes. Is I, I, I have money. a quick question already. Yeah. That maybe the viewers are going to like ask as well. Did you just read it a, a disclosure? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's He's like, not a... verbatim. Was that, was that not I've verbatim? Only, <laughs> I've only been working with credit cards a little over 10 years. So, you know, whatever. Did you want to elaborate any, any more on that, Raina? Because um, I think I would suggest everything. if you are starting off with credits and credit cards, please focus more on your debit card. <laughs> like you, so use more. Use, well, yeah, card. use your debit card. Well, We'll get into the benefits of having a credit card, but if you don't, don't spend money that you don't have, pretty well, much. Well, Raina, that's actually a very good point, because that's that actually is a leeway into the next question, Amazing. which you can answer. Yes. How many credit cards should a person have in order to build credit? Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> a very specific question. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'll jump in, since Raina's debating what that really means. Well, because there's not a limit to be able to build credit. No, and there's recommendations, you know, just, again, the credit bureaus and some, depending on where you're looking at, some will say, you know, it's beneficial to have five or six. God damn. No, I know. And they want you to have all these accounts. They want to keep you in debt. I think there's a reason for that. Everybody (laughs) gets paid when you have cards. No, but essentially to build credit, really, you don't even need a credit card. You could start building credit with something as simple as some kind of like phone bill or something that actually shows up in your credit or car loan, other ways, you know. But as far as a credit card, one would do it, really, just is the usage of how you... So if you don't qualify for a normal credit card, you can definitely look into your options to see if you qualify for a secure card. Yeah. so And that would help you build credit. Yeah. And for those of you guys that don't know, a secure card works a little bit differently in the sense that the credit card company is not fronting you the money it's not lending you the money it's almost like you're depositing what you're going to use so essentially let's say you deposit a thousand dollars they'll give you a credit card for a thousand dollars and they'll in the back end when it comes to reporting to the credit bureaus and all that it will look like a real credit card and depending how you use it'll help you or hurt your credit but essentially that's your own money that you're kind of borrowing and then when you close the account later on or when it moves into like sometimes it can go into like a regular credit card after some time then they'll give you your money back. Well, I, I see the benefit in that. I really do. You know, building your credit. But I don't want to give another person a thousand dollars. Well, I mean, sometimes it's a well, way because that would lead to possibly you getting three thousand, four thousand, well, and then building your credit or Are rebuilding. You really getting three, four, five thousand. Well, right? you're borrowing whenever you well, need it's, it. It's really more about either building or rebuilding your credit because you can have a thousand dollars in your checking account and use it all you want. That ain't gonna change your credit score one point. But if you do use the same $1,000 you were going to use anyways, you put on a secure card, and then now you're building credit and you use it smartly. Like, yeah. you know, Building it credit you. for endless possibilities in the future. Yeah. So, what's the next question? 
What else do All people right. want to know? Well, th- this is a funny one because <laughs> I think no matter who you are, you have gotten this at least one time in your life. <laughs> um, what does it mean to be pre-approved for a credit card? It means shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, in... <laughs> in, in... I've been pre-approved fruit times, and I'm like, I know I'm not approved. Yeah. People, people feel so special when they call you. Oh my god, I got this pre-approved letter. I'm like, great. No, okay. It, it so still means nothing. So let's explain that, and, and you know, it does kind of mean a little bit, but it, in the overall sense of you actually getting a card, it means jack shit. But um, <laughs> essentially, it means a tiny little bit. So, and I'm gonna elaborate on that. What that means is. Of somebody that hasn't been screened in any kind of way, you're a little bit ahead of that person. You know, there's John we, Doe. We have some of your information. Exactly. There's John Doe. <laughs> okay, that... so let me back up then. For some people that haven't gotten it, y'all ain't shit. No, no. I mean, <laughs> it, you could you could call and get approved. Like, but what I'm saying is, for example, here's Jane. Uh, I don't know John Doe, right? He hasn't received any pre-approved offers or anything like that. When he calls and he applies. We're going to look, of course, or the credit card company is going to look at their credit worthiness. They're going to look at how much they're making, all of that stuff, and decide let's give them a card or not. Maybe John Doe, even though he didn't get a pre-approved offer, his credit could be 820. He's getting approved. You know what I mean? Now, when you look at someone that got a pre-approved offer, there's a lot of ways that pre-approved offers go out. So, for example, it could be as simple as a, um offers to the area like the zip code like a credit card mm. company could say like let's send uh, everyone's approved to get pre-approved no yeah anybody <laughs> anybody that's of age right 18 of older typically there's sometimes people that get offers and they're not 18 but for that's example <laughs> but you know they'll say let's send offers to everybody in the a4044 zip code and everybody will get an offer pre-approved like the company decided to this section of the city let's try to get them credit cards there's sometimes hmm. offers that go out pre-approved because of small information that credit cards share between each other, like banks share information with each other. So sometimes it could mean a little bit. It could mean that. But they as already a clarification in general, your credit has not been ran at this point. So we don't know if you qualify for a card. You the literally... credit card company doesn't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not true. And the credit card company doesn't know if you qualify or not. So at the in that sense, pre-approval yeah. means... And it, and it boils down to that. Essentially, nobody or no company can run your credit Without your before permission. you call and approve it and authorize it. So, yes, they, they have an idea that they want to offer you a card. That's really all it means. They just know they want to offer you a card. Beyond that, when you call or when you apply online is when they'll know whether you're really, you know, It's really just a bait for you to call. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes it's a little more than that. But, yes. I do get excited, though, when I see it in the mail. Yeah, I don't anymore. I'm like, I'm tired of these. Getting well, okay, yeah, never mind. I used to get very excited. <laughs> now I'm like, now I'm like, I don't I'm need sure. no more. Leave me the alone. The ones that I hate right now are the loan companies. So if if that's you, fucking sending me offers about get a loan, we're gonna pay you. Please shit. endorse us. Yeah, please endorse <laughs> us. We'll love we'll love your business. No, but I'm saying like those. I keep getting a lot of those, and it's kind of annoying. But all right, what else? All right, Rena, this one's for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you are shopping online, is it better to pay by credit card or debit card? Honestly, at that point, I would recommend paying with a credit card just because of your options to dispute. <laughs> yeah, elaborate on that. Um, and because it's not your money, to be honest, like you wouldn't want something to happen with your personal information and your actual money versus obviously a credit card where it's not technically your money is the bank's money. Let's say something happened with this purchases, you'll have the credit card company backing you up. 
as much as they can to be able to help so, with the situation. So to kind of again talk a little bit on that, right? It does they the whatever is spent on the credit card you're expected to pay. But I guess the only difference is and from what I've known so far, maybe it's changed a lot, but a lot of the debit cards only cover you until a certain amount. Like they won't just be like, Oh, someone spent your thousand dollars, here it is. They'll like want to look into it and sometimes you still have to pay a small portion of it, you know, because you got compromised or whatever. But typically, a that lot of the sucks. yeah, <laughs> but a lot of the credit cards will say, "Hey, you know, this is really not your charge. Let's investigate it as, you know, a regular dispute or fraud, which is a whole different ballgame." But people always confuse the two. But essentially, if all, if all the things start being charged through your credit card, then there's, I think, more options through your credit card. And at the same time, if you don't get your item or whatever it is, a lot of times you have more. And options. if you do tend to shop on a lot online, like that's, you know, your motive. Kind of like mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you earn cashback bonus with some, some credit cards. So yes. that's also a benefit. You don't really, I don't, you don't tend to get that with your debit card. Yeah. Mm. And I just don't like to put my debit card information anywhere. Yeah. It, it feels different. It's almost like, have you ever been shopping online? And then let's say they have the option for you to put like your checking account information, your routing and account number. You feel a certain way. You're like, I'm it's, not giving you my routing account because it's kind of like, I don't want you to touch my real money, but you can kind of touch my fake money that I still need to pay back, but it's still not my money. Yeah, but you feel I, a little uh, more secure. I do, at least. I personally let my information be all over <laughs> just to trick people. Sean's the one. <laughs> what? Sean, Sean's I'm, the one. I'm fishing for those motherfuckers. Sean, Sean put just... that, that picture online. He's like, hey, guys, there's something weird with my design. And he puts the whole <laughs> credit card number online. And then I'm like, how many likes can I get? How many likes can I get? Can I get? Get as many likes as the numbers on my card. Oh my god! And then when they're like, "Oh yeah, I got this guy information. They sell it for a thousand dollars in the dark web." And all it's a sudden, lot less. It's like five. Sudden, it's like, no, not like even five bucks. Three fifty. They're like, "Great, I can get some coffee now." So now to scare <laughs> some people out there, just so you know, credit card information in the black market goes for about two, three bucks. Like a credit card number, full expiration, and everything. So, yeah. uh, if you weren't worried, you worry now. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's crazy true. out there. Yo, here's a good question. I know, and I know we're not analysts and advisor advisors and things of that nature but should a person cancel unused cards ah that one's tricky uh. so the short answer is no yeah hmm. um they may not be doing much to help your credit like essentially and the, and some people think this some people think because they have their credit card paid off they're going to leave it there paid off so it helps them with their credit that essentially doesn't help or hurt your credit is just sitting there and not really having any activity that's worth giving you points for or taking points away for but um if you don't have some cards or if you have some cards that you're not using a lot of the times one because of the number of cards on your credit file sometimes it's worth just keeping because it shows another number and also the length of like and that's the The time that you've had the card like if it's your first credit card ever and you paid it off don't touch that one don't do it (laughs) they must be they may be like the bigger a-holes in the world (laughs) but sometimes that very first credit card that you opened that's gotten out 10 years worth of history you close that card just because it's paid off and you're not touching it there goes your score like obviously yep. not all of it but i kind of fucked up uh, yeah well a lot of <laughs> times a lot I'm of times it'll have a lot of impact like people don't think of all those things they just think like oh they annoy me close it mm-hmm. well okay because you were upset over a 10 dollar charge 10 20 charge you're gonna now impact and, your and credit. also be careful with that because i mean i feel like at work i do get threats not on the daily, but sometimes there's these people and they're like, okay, we'll close my account. I'm like, Ernie, you do know that you can't reopen your account. Well, so first, th- typically there's some type of retention <laughs> that goes in. 
Randy has to be so proper. No, I'm just saying. You also don't implicate yourself saying say, that you don't care about people. I always I'll say, care. you know what? I really appreciate your feedback, and I will do this immediately. No, no I'm, <laughs> of, of course. I'm, uh, for... Yes, there's obviously retention efforts, but my point would be is like, you know, I feel like a lot of people want to throw that line out. Like, they don't really know what it means. So yeah. if like, your request like, is to close the account, then it, yeah. It's not like switching phone providers. Exactly. Yeah, like, honestly, once it's closed, it's closed. And honestly, thinking about it, you know, even as a, some calls that I've taken, and even like a supervisor calls, and people do get upset to the point where they're like, close my account. Like, it sucks when it happens. You try to keep the account right because that's part of the structure of your calls and all that stuff. But beyond that, it kind of really does make you feel like, damn, like this person's about to make this big decision yeah. over a $20 charge that's got nothing to do with the credit card company, but they somehow feel it's the credit card company's fault. And then they close an account they've had open since 1991. Uh, well, good luck, you know, because you're going to see your credit drop that much. And then it's going to be like, why did it drop? Well, you close your <laughs> longest standing history card. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. anyways. But yeah, that's a big one. So recommendation. And again, we're not credit specialists in any way. Disclaimer again. Um, we're but not don't do it. Credit advice, but don't do it. Yeah, it's like exactly. And again, if that's what you decided to do, just understand that it may or may not have a big impact on your credit. So I have a very important question on here. Yeah. And this could be two ways. Give us the first way. One question is, how can I get off the hook as a co-signer? Ooh. Or should you become a co-signer no. on your credit card? No. I'm going to let Raina take this. <laughs> well, I would never recommend you co-sign or be part of any situation of well, hold on, hold on, hold on. co-signage. Co-sign it. Uh, I guess as long as you understand what that means, I guess. then by all means. Sometimes, hey, you know what? You The husband's trying to help the wife or the wife trying to help the husband or whatever the case is the grandpa trying to help the grandkid that's fine as long as you understand typically um <clears> when <throat> you are a co-signer or a secondary on an account you're just it's as forever. responsible yeah you're just as responsible as the primary so there's no ones that let's say in a credit card since we're talking about credit card let's say i put rain as my secondary or we apply together and she's my joint applicant or my co-signer or whatever you want to call it oh. yeah she and <laughs> Yeah. No, in the moment she may be thinking, sorry, in the moment she may be thinking, oh, I'm just really helping him, right? They approved me, let's say $15,000. I ranked that shit up. Now I owe 14500 And then Reina's like, well, we're, we're getting separated, whatever. I want out. Uh, yeah, you, you now owe those 14500 You still owe it. And Could the you, only I mean, way to happened, really. Is, has this happened to you, Zoe? Reina no, I mean, no. said you can. Uh, no, no, honestly. And, and I've I think never the, had it added or plan on adding Randy to anything and it's interesting because you know as long as we've been together and i i think it helps because we work with credit cards and stuff but we've never been involved in each other's credit cards and i think it's for that reason it's just and maybe as an authorized user because that's a different thing and typically you can get removed and you're not liable for the balances and all that but Mm -hmm. typically as a joint we've never done it the only joint and now here goes the personal stuff the only joint stuff me and Raina have is like a checking account, because at that point you can close that anytime. But credit, credit. I'm not like even married and I have a joint checking account. No, and again, <laughs> the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> no, that's fine. But like the credit card, that is like 
I don't think a lot of people know when they're signing up, and then they want to call typically and be like, I just want to get removed. Yeah, you can't. I mean, the only way to end that whole thing is just closing But even whatever. then, the balance is there. Exactly. So even if you close it, don't act like, you know, you don't have to pay it. It's still going to affect your credit and the other person's credit. Yeah, so... Are you guys feeling like we're doing, like, another shift at work or something? <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I, I but you guys get to talk shit along yeah. the way. No, it's a, good, it's a good thing to talk about because I, I think it's... It's funny when people call the credit card companies and they expect that they can really just be like, okay, bye, like, I'm not, I don't want to pay. Just take me off. I'm like, great, who's going to pay this 14500 Well, my the husband. Well, no, no, but they, they, uh, they really think, well, my husband should pay it. Yeah, well, when we gave you the card, it was for the two of you. You didn't say your husband applied. No, you. So we should probably rephrase what we said originally. Like I know I said no, 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 no. I would just say no if you don't understand what you're getting yourself into. If you completely understand, you know the repercussions of what could happen if you try to get out. If whatever situation doesn't work, then that's fine. I mean, up to you. It's your credit. You may may do it, and you may think, you know what, like if she leaves me, I'm already gonna be in enough financial. Doesn't have to be a relationship like a relationship like that. It could be like mother or daughter or whatever. Or whatever the case is, just understand that whatever happens, happens. And in the end you're both responsible and you both have as much power, meaning you can't just call and be like, Don't give my husband any more credit because he can call the next day and be like, Hey, I want more credit and if and if he qualifies through the application process of like a line increase he'll have 20000 the next week. I call you and told you not to give him any more. Well, he called and said he wanted more. So you both... And he wanted to add his side check to the account. Yeah. Dude, that oh, must damn, be crazy. Oh, that's a smart person. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So, I have a really, really, really good question next. And this is yeah. for maybe a young person, naive person, whatever. What is a regular APR? Regular. <laughs> so... What's a good APR? That's a So here's the difference in, in between the two. And since we're talking about it, we're going to go into it. There's two things to consider when it comes to APR. Benefits on a card, because essentially, just like anything else, if you're going to get good benefits, that's going to cost you a little bit more. You can typically get a lower APR somewhere if they ain't going to give you nothing. So, for example. Give me numbers. Yeah. Let me say, let's say credit card A charges you an annual fee, doesn't give you rewards for using the card. Uh, their late fees are like, $50. let's say $27 and then $37, <laughs> but they'll never give you one. Like you'll call them and they'll, hey, can I get the late fee? No, sorry, you were late. Or maybe they don't give you good service. Whatever the case is, you there's all these things. That credit card may offer you, let's say, uh, 12%, 13%, because they're already charging you up front for an annual fee. And they're kind of already know through the process they're going to charge you. A lot, and they're not, never going to give you anything in return. Mm-hmm. So compare that to credit card B that doesn't charge you an annual fee, gives you rewards in the forms of cashback bonus, or maybe gives you miles or mm-hmm. or points or discounts, or maybe gives you some built-in benefits. It's for, flexible with the late fees. It's flexible with fees, or maybe um, the service. And even though it doesn't typically go into calculating the fee, but there's all these extra things, right, built into the benefits of the card. That credit card realistically to stay in business they gotta charge a little bigger interest rate and even then most credit cards if you pay them in full you don't really have to worry about the interest rate Mm -hmm. now so those are things to consider now talking about regular maybe what's standard in the industry for a credit card with rewards you're looking at about 16 percent 16 17 percent is an average apr or annual percentage rate now Again, you can find them at a lower rate based on your credit. You may get them lower. Sometimes you may get them a little higher than that. 
Um, I haven't personally seen anything lower recently than like an 11.99. Yeah, and that's got to be, I mean, if it's got rewards and all that, Variable. your credit card's got to be great. Uh, but yes, so those are things to consider, right? What type of card are you getting? What type of benefits are attached to that card? Because if somebody's going to give you one, two, three, four, five percent back when you swipe it, that money's got to come in some ways, potentially out of somewhere. They, they come out of merchant fees. That's number one. But two, you know, they do rely a little bit on the customers that don't pay in full that may pay a little interest or the ones that are late and little things like that to subsidize it to make sure that they can actually give people the rewards. So things to consider. But yeah, standard <laughs> about, I would say, 16, 17% is probably the average in the industry right now for credit cards. And that's based on the prime rate. <laughs> yeah, based on prime rate, subject to change. Based well, on their... I haven't uh, got to that in my class yet. So <laughs> I don't know what prime rate is. Based, based on the government imposed uh, rate that they give. So essentially, let's go into it now on a, on a serious note. Prime, for those of you guys that are wondering. So the Federal not Reserve. Amazon Prime. No, not Amazon Prime. The prime rate. That's the only prime I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so the government imposes the Federal Treasury or National, what is it? National Treasury? National Federal? Treasury. Well, the government. The Federal National <laughs> Treasury. Yes. So essentially, they lend money to all these creditors. And they do it at a specific rate. Typically a low rate. So, for example, the government will tell um, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. We'll lend you money at a 3 point... What is it now? 4.5%? Mm. It's like 4.25 right now. Mm-hmm. So essentially, they'll lend that money to their credit card companies at a 4.25%. And then what the credit cards do is they tackle their own percentage on top of that. In the back end, they pay the government back at 425 and they keep the difference. And all of that is what they give people rewards or whatever it is, or that's just sometimes profit for the company. And we have no control. Nobody has control other than the government. It's just the people calling in, why didn't my APR increase? Oh, and actually, mm-hmm. that's a good point. And actually, to kind of, for those of, for consumers out there, one thing to consider, prime rate typically goes up as the economy gets better. So <laughs> it's a crappy thing to know, but as the economy gets better, your interest rates are going to so go the up. Because they getting better. That's what I'm saying. Because they recently the changed. Well, I mean, it's been, are you trying to say Trump is doing something good? No, no. Hold on. So not to make it political. Unfortunately, not to make it political. No, but it's been going up for the last well, like six years. It's been going up. So essentially, what happens, and this is just going to go back to when. Thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> No, but go, rolled over. no, no, but going back to when the economy crashed, essentially the government, so people could invest in credit cards and use them and, and try to rebuild the economy. They say, you know what, let's lower prime rate to, I remember when I first started working where I work, it was about 7%, six and change. Damn. Yeah. Prime rate was about six and change. When it went all the way down because of the economy, it went down to like about 3% was prime. 3%. So the banks or the government says, we're going to lend money at 3% rate so that these credit card companies can give them to the consumers. And consumers can afford them somewhat because this typical 20% rates, no one can pay them today. So they lower prime. And then as prime, you know, as the economy got better, then they say, okay, let's bump it back up. They're not going to say, the economy is good now, let's make it 7%. <laughs> they gradually, they say, okay, 3.25, and so forth. But yes, as the economy continues to be stable you are going to continue fuck it up guys (laughs) no but that's some that's one thing to consider and a lot of the times (laughs) you know when you get that notice that prime rate change and your interest is going up that is strictly the federal rate going up and actually 
to talk about that. Because of federal law, credit cards can't just increase your rate. That's actually illegal. So like credit cards can't say, oh, like we've woke up today and we should raise everybody's rate. They are locked into whatever they promised you unless you go, you're late and things like that that could incur penalties. But essentially, if your rate is going up for no reason, blame it on prime rate is because mm-hmm. the government keeps That's raising good. the rate. So. That's some good information. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting to know. What so, else you got? What other question? Yo, all right, Rena, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I've I'm been sure, talking I'm, a lot. Because I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that do a lot of shopping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they need, a, they need a credit card from what you say. So they're I not using recommend. their own money. All right. <laughs> yeah, what you recommend. But what type of credit card features would you recommend if they're picking a credit card? Hmm. What's a very big benefit? I guess you? that depends on the person and what they're looking for. Personally, I always look for obviously rewards because if i do a lot of online shopping i want to be compensated for that so i can then shop again <laughs> of course gotta um, keep it going i mean i don't tend to travel too often crazy like international but i'd like to have a card that probably doesn't have any fees so i don't have to worry about anything crazy showing oh, like, up on my statement oh, like foreign foreign transactions. yeah okay or um, conversion rates there's, char- not there's specific- cards that char- charge both oh yeah that's true conversion oh, rates for changing your money back to dollars and sometimes foreign transactions. Well, fuck that shit. Get you a card that don't do that. <laughs> yeah, get you one that has none of none of none of the. I, two. I actually have one of mine. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> go on. <laughs> the one we work for. Anyways, wait, are we allowed to no, even say that? No, just keep going, man. We're not gonna oh. give no free promo to these mofos. Dang. Hey, if you guys wanna um, advertise on my show, please let us know. We are here in Salt Lake City. Whatever. Anyways. Um, let me think. I guess not directly with the actual like um specs of the card, but overall like the service provided by the people that work for the bank and the card, I would appreciate for it to have great customer service. And not like a Why lot of those customer service. Hmm? Why great customer service? Because at the end of the day, there's so many cards that offer similar benefits and I think what sets it oh you know, apart from each other would be how they treat you when you call in and how they acknowledge whatever problem you're going through and stuff like that. Like that for me is what's most important versus just little benefits here. So, and cause there. you're saying, so what you're saying is like very competitive out there mm-hmm. when it comes to benefits with your credit card. Yeah. So really, if you do run into a problem, make sure the company you're going to is rated good as far as like the service that they're going to provide you. Yeah. When you're calling them. Yeah. And I think it's the difference between like, mcdonald's and the chick-fil-a you know damn don't <laughs> chick-fil-a can do no wrong that's what i'm saying like you know and I, I think it's because of their service like you can get a chicken sandwich a lot of places but hey it does feel some sort of way when you're going through and they tell you that it's their press their freaking go to, you go to, to you go to uh mcdonald's and like what else i know literally what else <laughs> no that's bad what else what else <laughs> i'm like damn bitch anyways but yeah that i think those are good things to look for in a credit card so yeah all right guys we all work in the same place. We may have similar experiences. Some very funny. <laughs> some very unfortunate. Do you guys recall any? Like anything funny that's been told to you or so asked of you? Funny things related to like people calling in a credit card place and dealing with their credit cards. What, what do we have? Do we have any? Yo, uh, so I actually have one. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> Already? Actually, it's actually very recent. Uh. So how do I sound? Do you guys understand me? I think you on sound, this? Yeah, do I sound like I'm from America? You're clear. Oh. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, I, know where, a, I know where this is going. Just, yeah, just a little bit. I feel like I, you know, I sound pretty Americanized, I guess you could say. Um, so there's this guy from Kentucky, <laughs> and uh, he, so you know, I, you know, I introduced myself, blah blah blah, and he's like, "I'm assuming you're not based in the U.S." And I was like, "Huh?" So it caught me off guard because I've never had that before. And so I'm like, "Huh? Excuse me?" And he's like, "I'm assuming you're not from the U.S. because." I can't understand you. Oh Lord! And I'm like, motherfucker, I can't understand you. <laughs> Anyways, so I was like, no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm based right here, Salt Lake City, Utah. You know, you know, I had, a, I had a, you know, emphasize the Utah, you know. <laughs> and he was like, oh, cause yeah, you talked a little funny, and I was like, <laughs> all right, motherfucker, with your bad APR, bitch. <laughs> That's clearly not what you said. Right? Uh, no, I was like, oh, is, how do you pay your fucking bill by government food stamps? Or oh what? my god. <laughs> no, that that is crazy. Unfortunately, I've had that, not like that directly, <laughs> but I've I've been asked before when I. Um, worked in a different department, <laughs> not the Spanish department. I would always be asked, like, um, do you have a social? I'm like, hmm, I see yours, so I have one now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so check this out. I'm, I'm going to share two. two. <laughs> like, yeah, I got a job. With I, have, I have a lot of socials. Talking about, talking about <laughs> accents and stuff actually reminded me of something. So I'm going to share one funny story that I was really funny, I'm sure, to the person. It was kind of embarrassing for me, but I'm going to share this that happened. And then, like, one funny story of somebody that um, I had to deal with a long, long time ago. So, funny thing. When I first moved to the States, right, and I was learning English and whatever the case is, I started working for this credit card company that I work with today. So, uh, at the point, I was doing outbound calls to offer people balance transfers, which is telling people, hey, I want to give you this special rate so you can move the balances over here uh, and save money, essentially. So, it felt good because it was one of those where you're really just trying to save people money at the bottom line. Of course, the company makes money in other ways, but you know it's not like I'm not selling you anything. I'm actually trying to save you money. And I called this lady and she answered and she started yelling at me, you know, kind of like some people do to telemarketers abuse them. So <laughs> please don't do that. If you get a call from a telemarketer, they're just doing their job. But anyways, um, started yelling at me. So to kind of explain why this was said. In Spanish, when you're telling someone, like, hey, I'm sorry for bothering you, the word is molestar. Like, perdone la molestia, or no le quería molestar, or, you know, whatever the case is. Don't molest me. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. So, the funny thing is that I, you know, in the midst of her yelling at me and all of this, I was just like, oh, man, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to molest you. (laughs) So, so, you can imagine, right? I was like, sorry for molesting you. <laughs> but but I was just, Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to do my quick translation like from like molestar, which is to bother. He's <laughs> like He's like, you're not a credit card company. And, and you know the funny thing, so she started cracking up and then she started insulting me, right? <laughs> right? But at the time, <laughs> the reason that it sucked and it was kind of embarrassing, of course. I didn't even know that I had said anything wrong, but because of her reaction, I was like, I've got to look this up. Like, what does molesting mean? You know, like, I really thought I was just saying, like, hey, sorry to bother you. But at the time, I didn't he, know that word. using the work computer since Google molesting. <laughs> no, no. I asked, I, asked my, I asked my management. I was like, hey, oh, what no. is this word? And they told me, oh, that means this. I was like, oh, sorry. It's just in Spanish. You would say, no le quería molestar o perdona la molestia. And that's very formal. That's not... 
molesting like it's it. <laughs> so that happened so number I one didn't know so that. you molested you an old woman from kentucky, <laughs> kentucky. get your little filthy fingers off no, me. so that was embarrassing but two and this is just hilarious to me which uh, I, I don't think nothing about. beats that i'm sorry <laughs> no just knowing so check this out so knowing that of course probably in every industry i'm sure we all see it whether you work at a store at the, at the mall selling clothes or selling phones or whatever, you probably see some really crazy requests and crazy people out there that make you wonder, like, how did that make sense in your head? Yeah. So I had one guy one time, I was working in the billing, uh, like the disputes department, essentially, where you call and you open up claims. And this guy called, and he was disputing a charge. It was about $8,000. Goddamn. Hmm. And, you know, he starts telling me what it is, and then essentially it was a Nescort service. First mm-hmm. of all, $8,000. That was kind of... good pussy. No, but and his, and that's why he was disputing it. That, that was the worst part. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't good pussy. All right. So this guy goes to this place where he, he like Googled escort services or whatever. And he goes to this place. And imagine they have like a little office. They tell him, hey, here's the package. And it's $8,000. And they didn't give him much information. So he pays for the $8,000. And he wanted... To, sorry. And he wanted to... He said he wanted to just try it out because he never has tried escort services or anything like that. He and then, says. Well, yeah, but and I because of what he says next, I know he didn't. <laughs> so essentially, he tells me he paid for this thing and that the girl wouldn't let him touch her. Like, okay. he wanted to get it on. And then <laughs> I'm like, well, and I remember telling this guy, like, sir, like, I'm what sorry. What you're telling me is a, a federal offense. No, no, I'm like, <laughs> essentially, like, from what, what you're saying... Essentially, a lot of, from my understanding, that's not legal in most states. Yeah. But um, if any. Yeah, but you know, we we can help you and try to dispute it and, and see what options we have. Yeah, no, but he wanted to dispute it because this girl didn't let him touch her or get it on, and he was expecting sex. Essentially, he was hoping that escort services, quote unquote, was gonna be like she's gonna let me so touch her, we're gonna get it on. She did not the she, service he paid for. She him. rode in the limousine with him. She did. It, she danced for him. Wouldn't let him even like touch her, like physically, like slap her butt or whatever, because he was telling me all these things. Like the easiest eight thousand dollars she made. At this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's so crazy. I always remember that story because I'm like, well, first of all, what you were looking for was prostitution. First, <laughs> second, we can take you right in the hood and pay maybe like you know twenty, thirty dollars real quick. And third, you shouldn't um really like man, you're gonna pay eight thousand dollars before you even know what it is. So, moral of the story. Really understand what you're paying for. Uh, follow the law. And follow the law. I had a funny story uh, in the same disputes area where somebody went to a dinner to a restaurant, ordered a pizza. Apparently, the pizza was not good enough to her standards. She called in and she wanted to open a dispute. Huh? <laughs> and the funny part, because it just doesn't make sense, because she, she called and wanted to dispute this pizza. And I'm like, well, did you... Talk to the waiter. Did you eat the pizza completely? Yeah, I ate the entire pizza, but I didn't like it. Okay, but they fulfilled their, you know, promise to give you your pizza. You know what it was? (laughs) She probably saw the pepperonis and she said, this reminds me of my nipples. (laughs) Well, and we're going to wrap it up here because we're going on. But um, to kind of wrap up this piece of it, and we're going to see what I did there with the pizza. This piece of it. Anyways. Um, but just one quick last thing of advice when it comes to credit cards and things like that. 
understand that if you go anywhere and you're unhappy with the service, the moment to resolve it is right there with the management of the hotel, the restaurant, whatever you are. Because here's the black and white version that people don't think about when they're paying for things and they think they're just going to call the credit card later and get it resolved. A lot of the times the credit card company can't get you the money because black and white, a restaurant, when you really think about it, they, their promise of what you pay for is for them to bring you food. Beyond that, whether the food was cold, good, bad, frozen, um, the dead or not dead or whatever it is. <laughs> no, essentially, if that restaurant brought you food, they, they that's what they're... Exactly. You Did you pay for food? Yes. Did they bring you food? Yes, but it was frozen. But it was food, right? So, essentially... And in this case, she ate the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. So, that's what it boils down to. Hotels. You pay for the four walls. If the hotel had no AC, no hot, no hot water, none of that... You're not paying for that. Essentially, the hotel bills you or for the room. Or you're not in America. No, I'm beyond <laughs> that because it will happen all the time in America. <laughs> but it's what you're paying for, black and white, is the room. Yeah. You reserve a room. Gotcha. You don't reserve typically. And even though they will have it as amenities, like a pool and hot water and whatever, those are really extras. So if you go to a hotel and you were expecting two beds and a TV with cable or whatever... And those things are not there. The moment to resolve it is right there with the management, with the hotel. Get your money back. Don't think, oh, I'm leaving. You're going to hear from my credit card company. Because when we dispute it typically and we say, hey, this car member is unhappy with this, they're going to come back and say, well, she reserved a room and we gave her a room. That's the end of that dispute. So, anyways, cool. quick thing of advice. Know what you're paying for and, and know what options you have. And don't smoke crack. And don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, but yes, if you guys have any questions, anything else you want us to maybe talk about, um, if you have your own opinion about the things we talked about, if you think we said some things that were wrong, please correct us. Please let us know. Don't correct us because we're not wrong. Um, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there was anything that maybe you didn't like that we did or something that you really liked. Whatever you listen to this podcast. They can't correct us. We're not credit analysts. No, I mean, but they can maybe maybe we said some things that are wrong. Maybe they work in the hotel business. I would rather can... I would want to see if someone could battle Randy's knowledge on this I show. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways. So yeah, we want to hear from you and whatever you're listening Randy to this podcast. Pedia. Please rate it. Let us know how we're doing. All right. So what we're doing is something that we've been doing for a very long time. So if you don't know, get on it already. All yeah. right. It's called um our three two one. And what that is, is we pretty much, each of us, give you a description of what we're thankful for or what, what's really been running through our minds for this past week. Yeah. So, Randy, you can start us off. So, one thing for me that has been impactful, and I, I really want to go into more, uh, learning again, like, language has always fascinated me, mm-hmm. um, specifically sign language. I really like sign language. And I knew quite a bit and I've been forgetting. But this week, I decided to kind of pick it back up. So I've gone on YouTube. No, this is sign. That's, that's sex, isn't it? This is sex. This, this is, is like fucking. bad sex. That's fucking, yeah. Because yeah, there's, there's a yeah. difference between sex and fucking. Yeah. Let, let the Especially audience, aggressive. If it's let aggressive. the audience hear the difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the and aggressive. And then the sex is this. Yeah. It's just... white, white people. <laughs> <laughs> No, but one thing for real that, and it's interesting because I was watching this video on that. Sign language is very expressive, just like any language. But like, if I were to say like, I don't know, like stop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be very hard to do sign language um, on a podcast. Right? Yeah, no, but stop is like if you if you can't if you're not watching it on YouTube, 
hand faced up and then the other hand kind of like a chopping motion mm-hmm. that's like yeah. stop but the like expressive version is like stop you know and mm-hmm. it's like instead of the chopping motion it's like your hand being like waved in front of you with like open fingers yeah just saying like stop right and it's just but anyways love sign language i'm getting back to it um trying to you know just further my education on things and learn more well, so you, you can talk to me whenever you want yeah that's i love you love you too and this is see you later and then bye love you well, bye, <laughs> but this is see you later right that's but true. anyways please that was me I mean, oh i thought you were shutting down no the i'm saying that's i'm like that's that's me i'm out I'm, um something that was impactful was that today was or at this time i guess it was yesterday it was my mom's birthday so happy birthday to her happy birthday Luther. <laughs> yeah um you know <laughs> it's just exciting to see right now put up a picture no. of her face i <laughs> mean her mom and it's one of like her mom you see like her mouth because <laughs> no her eye like her i was literally facetimed her to say happy birthday and she's like i can't hear you i'm like yeah because your eye is all up in the phone like all i see is your eyes your eyes in the mic <laughs> literally but, but it's yeah. just exciting you know to see another year pass by and there's as yeah. depressing as it can get to think that obviously they're getting older and stuff like that but i just appreciate no that. but it's good lucy is healthy and exactly so happy birthday lucy we love you happy birthday yeah all right so what about you sean what's impossible for me this past week um my little sister from the military finally came back in it's always nice to see her, and it's just cool to really see uh, that there are a lot of great people that protect this country and help it and yeah. defend it. Um, so I'm just glad my sister's a part of it. And I, I honestly, when I see her, I I know that as long as she's on watch, it's we're in good hands. Yeah. Just people like her. On, no, on for real. So first of all, from the Great People Podcast and everybody, thank you, know, you for, thank your, for service. your service. No, but yeah, no, in the real, it's, it's good to see, you know, some people... No, not just some people, but people being passionate about what they do. And just from what I know, she's really focused. And I know it's a, just like a lot of people for the military, they see an end goal to mm-hmm. it. Like, they're yeah. not there just because they want to just be there and, like, so passionate about yeah. doing it. Some but people, yeah. No, but, you know, seeing things go through, you know, she's gotten a lot of her education through that. Um, and just how dedicated she is to it is really yeah. nice to see. So, shout out to Nina. Nino, that yeah, sounds weird. Maybe the way she I didn't want her Nina. name out there. No, her name is Nina. Nino. <laughs> <laughs> I said she, it kind she's of. She's a sailor. She's a sailor. Yeah, no, so shout out and thank you for your service. But anyway, so Raina's going to explain what's next. All right, so next up we have the people's note. If you're new, which I don't know why. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't subscribed yet. Um, it is our version of the quote of the day. And for today, it is don't go broke trying to look rich. Act your wage, yeah. not your age. Your, your wage. wage. Well, Goddamn. Stay I guess in I'm lane. gonna start wearing some Yeezy shit, but it's not Yeezy brand. It's Feezy's. <laughs> Feezy's. No, but anyways, no, for reals. Um, that's a really good Don't quote. Don't keep up with the Jones. Stay, yeah. stay in your lane. It's really Don't the best advice. Don't get in advice. debt to. Don't get a credit card just to max it out. And they're not helping you, you pay shit. So. Yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. Anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody out there listening. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Great People Podcast. We hope you learned um, something. Yeah, we hope we were somewhat educational. Yeah, and give us some feedback. You know, if you want, if you want to do something a different educational piece, we would love to do it. 
get our you know our two cents our gray area into it yeah so again for the most part we're going to try to do an educational piece once a month to again keep it interesting and and hopefully teach you and learn some stuff at the same time um but yeah we appreciate the support again whatever you're listening to this please leave us a rating please comment subscribe if you haven't you know we'd love to see you guys be involved send us a comment if you want to add your two cents we'll read your comments and whatever you send us into our emails typically every week we won't do it this week we're not going to get into some of the emails we got but um if you wrote us in we're sorry i'm going to apologize for now (laughs) no i'm going to apologize beforehand because maybe they're expecting us to read on this episode but um for uh, the sake of time really is why we're skipping and we've kind of gone on especially me i feel like i've talked all episodes so (laughs) yeah but anyways uh thank you guys for tuning in great people podcast we love you and tune in again next week cut (laughs) 